Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Sorry about the noise. My neighbor's sanding his deck. My motto? Don't work on your deck. Play on it. Life's good with a Trex deck. Low maintenance with a 25-year residential warranty. Trex, the world's number one decking brand. G'day, Mike Hussey here, but you can call me Mr. Supercoach. KFC Supercoach BBL is back and there's 25 grand up for grabs. So what are you waiting for? Play today at supercoach.com.au. T's and C's apply. New South Wales authorisation number TP slash 01005. The countdown to the Australian Open is on. It's time to talk tennis with Smithy. <laughs> Experience the best of the Australian Open and the best of Melbourne with AO Travel. Visit OzOpenTravel.com. 9.33. Every time I hear talk about a, a, a major, we have this argument. Do you call it a Grand Slam or do you call it a major? Well, clinically, you should call it a major because a Grand Slam is winning all four majors in a single year. So it's a major, not a Grand Slam. It's a Grand Slam event, you could get away with it. But the fact that we've fallen to this argument all the time, maybe I can I can figure this one out with New Zealand's number one tennis player, Ajit Rai, who joins us now from his home base in Taranaki, having just jetted in uh, from uh, Vietnam. Morning, Ajit. Morning, Stephen. How are you? Yeah, I'm good, buddy. So for you, it's a major, right? For me, um, you can call it whatever you want as long as I win one. So, <laughs> I, don't, I don't mind. I don't mind. Shooting straight from the hip early in the, hip early in the piece. Mate, I, I know you've just come back from about, what is it, three, four, four months on tour? No, no, it was, yeah, around two and a half months, um, but continuously playing, which I haven't done before. So it was nine weeks in a row, which um, was um, brutal on the body and on the mind, but... Um, yeah, it's definitely uh, it was definitely a successful time over there. Okay, mate, uh, can you stand still because the the, the uh, service is good right now that we're talking to you. I want people to understand how the tour works. So you've got your ATP tour, right? You've got all your ATP events, your Masters events. Then there's the Challenger tour, which is the. Uh, do you think it's a step below, or is it just as tough? Because I know you're going to go into some challenges. So tell me. It's just it's just as tough, um, really. I, I just think it's about uh, the points. That challenges you've just got more points up for grabs, so everyone is more inclined to go to those events. But they're just so tough to get into. So uh, you have the likes of the first challenger I went to. There was Fernando Vadasco there, um, who's you know played semis at Aussie Open, and you've had Dennis Esterman. There's a bunch of guys. The first training I had, I was training next to. Uh, a guy called Igor Donskoy uh, and Isterman and I was talking to one of my mates and I was like oh yeah who are these guys and he's like yeah well two years ago this guy beat Djokovic at Australian Open and the other one beat Federer in the same year so you have um, pretty strong caliber of players that I hadn't been up against before and it was just such a exciting feeling being around them and seeing what they do um, day in day out and the difference um, between the level of 
futures and challenges. So, so you've been playing futures. You you've made uh, what a single semi, a singles final, or a single semi final? Okay, okay. Uh, I made two singles finals. Yep. Um, while I was over there, and um, and won a double, and, and won a, and won a doubles, right? And won a doubles uh, title, and also won a challenger doubles title. Um, so yeah, I I played a lot of tennis. Um, while I was over there, talk to me about the grinds, mate. Because uh, there, you know, there are a lot of players. You know, with your your what I think your, your career high is four eleven at the moment. It's four fifty three because you know you're getting back into the rhythm and the grind. Explain what the grind is like for someone like yourself who has no team, doesn't have a coach on tour, doesn't have a physio on tour, doesn't have someone to stroke their ego on tour. That sort of stuff. You know, what's that grind like? Yeah, it's it, it is brutal. It, it's just the same thing every day. It's um a lot of uh, the grind is probably the perfect word because you're you know you're doing the same thing every single day in the same same place. You know, like yesterday, I was with um one of my friends and his dad was like, oh, so you know Vietnam, unbelievable place. Like, did you go on a river tour? And I'm like, I don't get the chance. You know, I literally see the hotel room and the tennis courts, and that's when when people say you know you're you're on tour that's literally you're there for a job so you know i go i wake up and schedule is i wake up in the morning go to the gym have breakfast go to the courts train come back to the hotel rest back to the courts train stretch down see the physio have dinner go to bed every day that's just my same the same schedule um and yeah there's not much sightseeing going on but um it is the grind, but you notice when you start playing challenger events and higher up events, you start getting looked after a lot better. You start getting, you know, um, everything's taken care of for you. Your hotel's all sorted already. You get picked up, you know, nice cars in the airport and all of that mm. stuff. So just little things like that starts to be very, very rewarding. Um, yeah. So the success that you've had in the last, let's say, two and a half months is all about points. Now, that have those points allowed you to potentially play more challenges now? Yeah, big time. So my ranking, yeah, of course, has skyrocketed a little bit, and um, that means I can get into challenges at minimum and qualifying, which means that I, you know, it's also qualifying events offer ATP points, whereas qualifying events and futures don't offer any ATP points. So it's actually pretty big if you can even get into qualifying and challenger events. So with, you know, my dad and um, my coaches back here, I've made the decision to now just try play every single challenger qualifying event rather than a main draw of a future just because the points are bigger. So I'm going to be, yeah, just targeting as many challenges as I can. And the crazy thing here is you're talking about qualifying. So you've got to play three qualifying matches just to make the main draw, correct? Two rounds. So oh, in two. challenges, there's only two rounds. Right. Yeah, there's only two rounds. But, I mean, you have to beat a seeded player within those two rounds, and in those two rounds, the seeded player will end up being, you know, top 200 in the world. It's very, very strong. And you've had success uh, against players of that ilk this past two and a half months, haven't you? Yeah, I mean, my first ever challenger event I played was in Thailand, and I qualified for the main draw. I beat Two guys inside the top uh, three, four hundred or two hundred, and then lost to one of the players who won the challenger um, seven six in the third set and won the doubles that same week. So it was a amazing experience. I mean, I couldn't have really asked for a better one besides winning some more singles matches. Um, but yeah, I just I'm really enjoying um, playing, starting to move up the rankings, and you see like your process you go through. Um, start to pay off and it's just such a rewarding feeling. 
How much is this about confidence, knowing that you can play at that level and knowing, as you said, it's part of the process to move forward? Yeah, big time. Confidence is huge. I didn't, you know, realise how much. Now I'm just hanging on to that confidence as much as I can. And, you know, um, even I just went for like a casual hit with my brother and I was already trying to get in his head, you know, I'm using my confidence against him just in the local club in Taranaki. But, um Confidence is a massive, a massive part of tennis because it's an individual sport as well. And you know, just if you catch yourself at four all in a third set, um, and there's big points, they start going towards your way because you believe in your ability and you start, you know, having confidence. But when you're losing, as I've done in the past, had matches where I've lost seven six in the third, continuously time in time out, you start doubting yourself a little bit in those moments. And when it's a one on one sport, there's only one person coming out a winner and one a loser. So you have to be more confident than the other guy. So, uh, yeah, confidence. Uh, to answer your question, uh, question, confidence is huge. Big part of tennis. How much further would you progress if you had a travelling team, say a coach and or who could even double as a physio or both? Yeah, that's, that's, the, massive, um, that's the massive step I need to take and look at getting. It's just so financially expensive um, to be on tour with a coach and physio, but all the players I'm playing against, I mean, I don't think there was one that didn't have a coach or a physio. And then even in quarterfinals, I was playing against um, uh, the number two seed who was ranked, you know, 300 in the world uh, or two, 280 in the world. And he had a physio coach, doctor and agent with him. Um, I've actually, I just couldn't believe it. I had my um, my buddy with me, but he was on his phone the whole time. So, um, <laughs> you know, I, it's, a, it's a bit tough when you're being on the road alone. Um, but that's definitely something I'm looking into now for, uh, you know, the longevity of my tennis career um, is to have a coach and a, a physio with me on tour. I mean, well, to, to make people realise the expense of it, what would it cost to, let's just say, have a, a coach who could double up as a physio, let's say, how much would that cost you for six months? I mean, most, so basically everyone charges on tour that I've talked to because I've always inquired, you know, other coaches and my friends who are traveling with them is it can cost around, so you have to cover all their expenses, so their flights, their accommodation, their food, and then $1,500 a week to two grand a week um, for their fee. And they pretty much help you with everything throughout. So it's a, it's definitely a investment, but I think it's a really good investment because, you know, I went to the tournament physio last week and I needed some treatment on my foot and she didn't want to treat me because she didn't know what to do. So, you know, I you need these physios and people with you. I'm playing, you're playing every single day, three-hour, three-hour, four-hour matches. You need to be able to bounce back the next day and if your opponent's got a physio, a coach and everything with you, it just seems like a advantage. Okay, so, so, so you need some friendly friendly foe with uh, big pockets. Uh, not, a, not a great Davis Cup campaign for the team. Do you still enjoy playing Davis Cup, or is that, do you think, maybe going to take a back seat to moving forward in your own personal career? Um, at any time I can put my hand up to play for the country, I will. Um, I think the team overall, yeah, we struggled. We're playing against a calibre of a team that has top 50, top 100, and a top mm. 10 or 15 doubles player. Um, so it was a very tough ask. But, mm. yeah, I just think that I've got to, you know, I always want to play Davis Cup. I always want to play for my country. There's literally no greater honour um, than playing for your country. 
Um, so, yeah, I think the next tie is in February, and I'm just going to be, um, yeah, I'll just keep my ranking increasing and put my hand up, and if I get selected, I get selected, and if I don't, I'll just keep playing on the tour and keep you so, know, trying to get my ranking to climb. So, Ajit, as New Zealand's number one male tennis player, is there talk of getting a wild card to the ASB Classic in January? I haven't had those discussions yet with, with anyone, um, to, to be honest. I've just been trying to get myself ready and enjoy few days at home of golf to be honest so <laughs> I haven't had that conversation yet but um yeah again I, I just know they'll make you know the right decisions for the tournament and you know reward the players who have been hard at it throughout the year um playing week in week out and getting results so what you're going to do is go try and play some challenges yeah exactly I'm going to play two in Australia and then three in Japan and then come back to New Zealand and get myself ready for the summer all right, well, sounds good, man, and congratulations on the last two and a half months. It's it's nice to see some positivity uh, coming out of uh, uh, tennis in this country, man. Thanks for your time. Thank you so much. Appreciate it. It's Ty Power's Big Footy final sale. To kick things off, you can get the power to buy three and get one free on selected Toyo passenger car and SUV tyres. Ty Power's Big Footy final sale can't last. Visit typower.com.au now.